0: This doesn't feel right, patron. Isabelle Lacoste's voice in his earpiece was anxious, verging on urgent. Chief Inspector Gamache looked out over the roiling crowd as the noise in the auditorium rose to a din. A year ago, a gathering of this sort would not have only been unthinkable, it would have been illegal. They'd have broken it up and gotten everyone tested. But thanks to the vaccines, they no longer had to worry about the spread of a deadly virus. They only had to worry about a riot. Armand Gamache would never forget when the Premier of Quebec, a personal friend, had called him with the news that they had a vaccine. The man was in tears, barely able to get the words out. As he'd hung up, Armand had felt lightheaded. He could feel a sort of hysteria welling up. It was like nothing he'd ever felt before, not on this scale. It wasn't just relief. It felt like a rebirth though not everyone, and not everything, would be resurrected. When the pandemic was finally officially declared over, the little village of Three Pines, where the Gamashes lived, had gathered on the village green where the names of the dead had been read out. Loved ones had planted trees in the clearing above the chapel. It would be called, from that day on, the New Forest. Then, to great ceremony, Myrna had unlocked her bookstore and Sarah had opened the doors to her boulangerie. Monsieur Béliveau put the ouvert sign in front of his general store, and a cheer rose up as Olivier and Gabri unlocked their bistro. Banks of barbecues on the village green grilled burgers and hot dogs and steaks and a cedar plank salmon. Sarah's cakes and pies and butter tarts were placed on a long table, while Billy Williams helped Clara Morrow lug over buckets of her homemade lemonade. There were games for the children, and later, a bonfire and dancing on the village green. Friends and neighbors hugged and even kissed, though it felt strange and even slightly naughty. Some still preferred to bump elbows, others continued to carry their masks, like a rosary or rabbit's foot or a St. Christopher medal, promising safe passage. When Ruth coughed, everyone stepped away, though they probably would have anyway. There were vestiges, of course. That dreadful time had a long tail. And this event, in the former gymnasium at the university a few kilometers from Three Pines, was the sting in that tail. Chief Inspector Gamache looked across the large space to the doors at the far end, where spectators were still streaming in. This should never have been allowed, said Lacoste. He didn't disagree. In his opinion, everything about this was madness. But it was happening. Is everything under control? There was a pause before she replied. Yes, but, but. From the wing of the stage, he scanned the room and found Inspector Lacoste off to the side. She was in plain clothes, with her Sûreté du Québec ID clearly visible on her jacket. She'd climbed onto a riser where she could better monitor the swelling crowd and direct agents to any trouble spots. So only in her early thirties, Isabelle Lacoste was one of his most experienced officers. She'd been in riots, shootouts, hostage takings, and standoffs. She'd faced terrorists and murderers. Been badly wounded, almost killed. Very little at this point worried Isabelle Lacoste. But it was clear she was worried now. Spectators were jostling for position, trying to get a better view of the stage. Confrontations were flaring up around the large room. Some pushing and shoving was not unusual in a crowd with divided loyalties. They'd handled worse, and his agents were trained and quick to calm things down. But, even before Isabel said it, he'd felt it himself, in his gut, in the tingle on his skin, in the pricking of his thumbs. He could see that Isabel was focused on an older man and a young woman in the middle of the hall. They were elbowing each other. Nothing especially violent, yet. And an agent was making his way through the crowd to calm them down. So, why was Lacoste so focused on these two especially? Gamache continued to stare, and then he felt the hairs on the back of his neck rise. The man and woman wore the same outsized button on their winter coats that declared, All will be well. It was, he knew, a play on the word well. Since the pandemic, that word had taken on several meanings. Not all of them, in Gamache's view, healthy. He grew very still. He'd been at many demonstrations and more than a few riots in his 30-year career. He knew the flashpoints, the harbingers, and he knew how quickly things could spin way out of control. But, but in all his years as a senior officer in the Sûreté du Québec, he'd never seen this. These two people, the man and woman, were on the same side. Those buttons declared their allegiance. And yet they turned their ire, normally reserved for the other side, on each other. Anger had become free-floating, falling on the nearest neck.